welcome to the Daring Designers Club. If you're listening, you are now a member. And listening along to the podcast, you're going to hear all about running a successful, sustainable design business, which doesn't just keep your bank balance happy, but also makes you a happy business owner. We're going to talk portfolios, design process, pricing, clients, admin, marketing, and everything that goes into running a design business, as well as mixing in some interviews with design experts who've done it all before. I can't wait to help you with any topic you need a boost with. And if you want to hear more from me, head to at GattoWeb on Instagram or GattoWeb.com where you can find more resources for designers in the form of workshops, blog posts, ebooks, and more. Let's get into today's episode. Hello, welcome back to the podcast. Today I'm talking about just sort of general business stuff and I realized that this year I have been running my business for 10 whole years which is amazing and such an incredible achievement. I'm so proud that I've been able to build something that has been this long lasting and been such a crucial part of my life and I really have built my dream job and what I really wanted to talk about was not just um, general lessons, like I thought, I've done um, an eight lessons in eight years episode a while ago, and I thought what I would focus on for, you know, this this realizing that it's been 10 years in this business is thinking about sustainability and the lessons I've learned in terms of sustainability, creating a business that is long lasting and that has supported me for all of this time. I really value sustainability in business when I work with other designers it's the root of the work that I do is thinking about how to make businesses sustainable consistent joyful all of these things for as long as you need it to be I've mentioned this a few times but for me like I said my business is my dream job and I want it to continue to be my dream job for as long as is necessary, you know, whether that's up to retirement and early retirement, (laughs) um, whatever that looks like, this is my dream job for the long haul, you know. So sustainability has been really, really important to me, especially in the second half of me running my business. So in the past five years. And like I said, it is a true foundation of all of the work I do within my business, you know, the internal work, the mindset work, um, everything that I build is with sustainability in mind. And it's a, a mindset shift I will talk a little bit more about because I I found it so important in terms of that sustainability element and being able to build more of that long lasting effect into my business. So I really want to share that with you as well. And I, I want also to show that it is really possible to have a business that lasts long and isn't super stressful. I think we also see, you know, a, a longer lasting businesses scaling up to being a design studio or an agency and um, I think in showing that I've had my little one girl band (laughs) business for for this long hopefully it shows that your business can look you know in whatever form you would like it to be whether it's 10 years from now 5 years from now 15 years from now 20 years from now whatever it is I really want you to know that your dream business is is possible extending into the future. 
So before I talk through my sustainability lessons in my business, I just wanted to share that my group mentoring program for designers is opening up in September. The Clubhouse is the program and it's a 12-month mentoring program, which is a mix of live calls, um, live sessions and a pre-recorded self-study course, which is um, the Design Your Dream Business Framework. In the Clubhouse, I have helped so many designers do things like get their business off the ground in a way that is really sustainable and consistent. I've helped people reach bigger and dreamier income goals. I've helped people build more sustainable and consistent income. And I'm helping the designers in there really build businesses that work perfectly for them. I will add a link to the show notes to join the waitlist for the clubhouse. And for people who join on the waitlist, there's a pre-launch week. Um, Everyone who joins in that week will get a bonus one-to-one session where we're going to plan out how you are going to start booking your clients in advance. So we're going to build a schedule, we're going to look at your pricing, we're going to look at your services. It's going to be a real bumper session that you can take away so you can start booking dreamy clients in advance. I'm really, really excited about these one-to-one sessions. So yeah, if you would like to get one of those as a completely free bonus through joining the clubhouse, then Join the waitlist through the the link in the show notes and we will be opening up in September. Okay, into the episode. So the first thing I really want to talk about in terms of my sustainability lessons is mindset. And I know that mindset is thrown around as, you know, not necessarily a buzzword. I think it is a really important thing to talk about, but sometimes I think the root of all of our problems you know, it seems like it all comes back to mindset. And that's definitely not true. There are lots of like very workable solutions to a lot of problems that we have in terms of sustainability. But I am going to start by talking about mindset. The mindset that I found myself getting into when my business was not sustainable and did not feel sustainable either was this sort of hamster wheel of, you know, continuous running, continuous hard work, um, almost making things harder for myself by just carrying on doing the same things over and over again. And also this real feeling that at any point the hamster wheel could just, you know, ping off its hinges or I'd be thrown out of it and everything would fall to pieces. That mindset I was in for so long and it was so difficult to work within that every single day. A few sort of symptoms of this are things like um, panicking about where the next client was going to come in, panicking about where the next um, chunk of payments was going to come in, not creating things consistently. So trying to be consistent in areas like my marketing and, you know, just doing it everything last minute and panicking about what I'm sending. There was no energy of like, calmness or you know contentment in there it was just running 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 you know doing the next thing doing a bit of work realizing I hadn't posted anything creating some marketing materials trying to get a new client booking a new client panicking about the next one it was just this constant almost felt like you know chaos in my mind and all of this was still going on whilst technically from an outside perspective. So this is probably, it's probably been like a few years that I've I've not necessarily felt like this, maybe like the past three or four years. And before that, 
from the outside, it seemed, you know, it was fine. I was getting clients consistently. I was booking clients months in advance. I was making more and more consistent income and I was raising my prices. So my income was rising and I was reaching bigger income goals and things like that. You know, from a zoomed out perspective, everything was fine. And I think it was at that point that I realized that my mindset had to shift and I actually had to start zooming out and almost be the person observing the hamster on the wheel instead of the hamster in the wheel. In me like constantly, you know, running and waiting for the next thing and being constantly stressed, it was not a sustainable mindset for me to be in. I didn't feel great. You know, I felt very chaotic. I felt very stressed. And it also didn't allow me to see what was happening in my business, which was that I was building this incredible thing and I just had to zoom out to see what it what was being built and what had happened around me whilst I was running and stressing and <laughs> trying to get to the next step. So that mindset shift, I would say, was the first real shift in my business and not just because it allowed me to make certain decisions and, you know, build certain things within my business and have this, um, you know, priority over a sustainable business and a long lasting business, but also because it took me out of that energy of being hectic and chaotic and stressed and, you know, verging on burnout um, over and over again. And meant I could be more of a leader over my business while still being the creative, you know, the the person who does the work. Like I said, I'm still very much a sort of one girl band. I work with certain contractors and um, amazing other people. But in terms of the work within the business, it's, you know, it's all me. So changing my mindset to be more zoomed out less of that, you know, waiting for the next thing to come, sitting in more of an energy that is knowing that my business is going to work because it has done already. And I know that sounds like something that feels hard, especially if you're at the early stages in your business where you can't necessarily see see that zoomed out view just yet. But if you can help guide yourself towards this place of feeling more calm, feeling more steady, feeling more secure, then that comes in your business as well because you're not driving that hectic energy into your business either. The thing that I see when we are on that hamster wheel and the thing that I was very, very guilty of was working in a way that almost showcases those feelings as well. So you'll run, you'll run, you'll run, you'll run, you'll try and get the next client, you'll put so much work into your marketing, your website, your services, and you start to get the clients, you pick up the clients and that's great. And so the clients are coming in and everything feels good, but all of a sudden you've got too much work to do. So instead of being able to continue, you know, you almost jump off the hamster wheel and start to just work through the things that you have and then you abandon all of the elements that you were doing that were working really well so you'll stop doing your marketing you stop working on your services you stop sharing um, yourself online you stop showing up because you have this work and then all of a sudden the work dries up you have to jump back on the hamster wheel and then you're running you're running you're running trying to get the next client again that is really unsustainable what I would rather is almost think of it as like being um like an old dog out on a walk instead, you know, (laughs) steady pace, 
having fun, everything's all good. I'm not sure that analogy is actually going to work, so maybe scratch that. But (laughs) what I'm saying is we don't want this energy of always chasing the next thing and feeling stressed about it. If you can believe that the next project is coming, the next payment is coming, the next um, exciting thing for you to be working on is coming, then you can lean into that and you can enjoy those things. You can enjoy where you are right now instead of constantly trying to run to the next thing. So the next thing I really, really want to talk about in terms of a lesson is how I have prioritized me within my business and my preferences and things that make me happy, um, things that work for me as well. It seems really obvious, but I also think it's something that we assume is only possible in the like later stages of your business. One thing that I'm realizing through working with other designers is these decisions that I, or these things that I've come to learn later on in my business are possible for people who are starting from scratch as well. So the designers that I work with are putting these lessons that I've learned into play with their own businesses very, very early on and being able to build a sustainable business and a consistent business from scratch. I, you know, when I started my business, there wasn't too much around in terms of, you know, education and, you know, learning materials and coaches. So a lot of this I've had to learn for myself and now it's great that I can pass this on. However, back to my point, I think you sometimes feel like doing things your way and building a business that works perfectly for just you as a human being isn't possible until you've already built the business. And that's not true at all. It's definitely something that you can do much, much earlier on. This can look like, you know, creating your own work schedule, um, only working on projects that you really, really enjoy, only working with clients that you really love setting up your processes in a very certain way, doing your marketing in a way that works perfectly for you as a human being. All of these things are really possible. And it's one of the things that makes your business more sustainable because you're not doing things based on other people's rules. You're not building strategies based on what other people have told you to do. You're prioritizing the things that make you a happy and content and creatively fulfilled business owner. And that is gonna allow you to continue being that way the more and more you move through your business. The more you prioritize yourself as well and see the outcome and see how happy it can make you and how much more fun your workload can be and how much easier it is to do your marketing and how much easier it is to run your business when it works a bit better for you, that's going to help you continue to prioritize you even more. You see how much benefit it can have. And so you'll continue that throughout your business. I, you know, early stages of my business, I saw people doing things a certain way. People, especially in the like design field, were almost like verging on overworking and, you know, being overwhelmed and being burnt out. And it seemed like that was a given, you know, if you were in this this side of things, it was just inevitable that you were going to be underpaid, overworked and doing work that you love, but not really getting compensated for it. And I think I sort of straight away thought, well, that's not what I want. So I'm going to not do that. <laughs> and instead, I, you know, took inspiration from people who were doing things differently, not necessarily in the design space, to bring a little bit more calm, to bring, um, you know, a bit of slowness into my business. 
And that really, really worked for me. And as soon as I had that realization that, you know, just because you see other people doing something doesn't mean you have to, that's when I could look at every part of my business and think, okay, is this working for me? Or is it just something that I've set up because I feel like I have to, or because I think my clients will benefit from it? The more you can, you know, look at in a, you know, in a microscope at each part of your business and make every tiny little bit, you know, from your design process, from your, um, your services, the things that you offer, your marketing, the way you present yourself in your content, the more you can look at all of these things and, you know, perfectly tailor them to you, the more you will be able to do those things and enjoy doing them. So I really want you to protect your own peace and think about what it is that makes you truly happy. Also, like, I think sometimes we brush over a lot of things in our business and don't necessarily dig into whether we do actually enjoy them. This is, again, something that I was doing, especially when I was still working, say, like a five-day week. I would look at that and think, yeah, well, this is fine because I'm doing stuff that I love. Like, I really love my job, so it's it's fine that I work five days. That's not a problem. Um, and eventually, looking into it, I thought, okay, so yes, I do love what I do. I love everything I work on. I'm really lucky to be working with amazing clients. However, could I do this a little bit less? Yes. <laughs> and it was only when I sat down and really thought through that that I made the decision to to start working less and to cut cutting down my work week. And I think otherwise, if I hadn't given myself the space to think through that, and if I hadn't questioned things that I thought were fine in the first place, then I just would have continued on as normal. So it's it's really okay to question yourself and dig into whether what you're thinking would be the best case scenario, whether it actually is, or whether it's just something that you have either got used to, or, you know, understood as something that you have to do, or something that you've seen other people enjoy, and assume that you will enjoy that thing as well. So give yourself permission as well to to question your own beliefs, and, and whether something that you have decided is actually the best thing for you. The final lesson that I just want to share is there are, there are two real, I think, factors in me being able to mold my business in the way that I have that come together and work together really, really well. Those two things are persistence and flexibility. The persistence side of it is continuing to push on, being really persistent, knowing that your business has or can have the impact that could change your life and, you know, make it an absolute dream for you and, you know, maybe change your family's lives, make you a much happier person, make you a more creatively fulfilled person, all of these things, being really persistent with your business in that case. And then on the other side, the flexibility is bending with the times and knowing that sometimes you being persistent and you pushing your business forward means that you have to bend to other things or allow for change in your business. So with both of those things, for me, this really looks like taking everything that happens in my business and focusing on what it is that's going well and what it is that is going to allow me to keep moving my business forward and keep it going Sometimes I think it's so easy to lack being persistent. 
you know, especially if we're feeling tired, if we're feeling a bit burnt out, if we're feeling overwhelmed, it's really easy to not be persistent with your business. It's easy to want to step away and take a break. I just want to say here, like, I I know I talk a lot about how my business is now, you know, it now feels easy. I would still say it's not easy in the grand scheme of things. You know, it's still hard to run a business and it has been hard all the way throughout. I can imagine, I'm not saying that everyone with the nine to five has like an easy job at all. It's it's not the case um, in the slightest, but in the balance of things, like, you know, there's still a lot to consider when you run your own business, even when it gets to the point where it's easy, there are still things that crop up. You're still in charge of this whole business. It's still hard, but it is so much easier than it has ever been. And I'm now at a point where the hard bits feel very um, manageable and easy to overcome. Whereas in the past, the hard bits come up and it feels really easy to give up. You know, it feels really easy to quit or to, you know, pass opportunities on to other people or to sit back and, and let things pass you by. And this is where the persistence comes in. Because like I said, it is hard to run a business, it's hard to build a business, it's hard to grow your business, and it's hard to create a business that works perfectly for you. But once it's done, you know, once you've done it, you have a more sustainable business and you have your dream job ready to go. But you need the persistence to push through and I really needed the persistence to push through. I can be a very like passive, indecisive person, but in being so passionate about my job and knowing that it was what I wanted to do long-term, I have been a bit more pushy and a, a lot more decisive and, you know, making sure that everything that I want to happen in my business does happen because I want it to and because I know it can. So if it feels difficult, if you feel like you're in a hard period, then put, you know, try your best to push through. And I want you to be able to rest. I want you to be able to look after yourself. I don't want you to be pushing yourself to burnout, but have a think, you know, what can I do to get through this period instead of letting it take over? And that has happened to me so many times, you know, difficult client projects, things, you know, feeling like they've failed, you know, failed launches, failed um, side projects, all of these things. They feel like setbacks, but they're just the next challenge. For me, I'm always looking at any difficult period as the next thing to overcome. It's not something that's getting in my way. It's not something that is, you know, like pushing me back down. It's just me learning something new and getting over something new. And that is the persistence that I really want you to have because the more you can build that into your like decision-making process, your mindset, your determination, the more you will get used to battling these challenges and getting over them with a lot more ease. So they become much less difficult, they become much less like troublesome and stressful and it's just the next challenge, just the next thing to overcome. And in terms of that, that's where the flexibility comes in. It's not about pushing your idea of like your perfect business onto a challenge. It's about seeing what the challenge is and allowing yourself to be molded by that. 
I think the more that we can allow ourselves to be flexible and to change things around, this kind of loops in with the last point as well of, you know, if you realize something isn't working, then that's when you can change it. And I think sometimes there's that, um, there's the sunk cost fallacy, which is basically when you stick with something or you, you know, you've set up a strategy or something in place and you stick with it because it's something that you've put time into. So it could be, you know, setting up your services or, you know, building your brand on your website in a certain way. It could be setting up your your clients in a certain industry. So having those things in place realizing they're not working but sticking with them because you feel like you've already put so much energy and time into that in your business that's where we need to be more flexible and that's where it's about moving with the times moving with things that don't feel like they're working and moving with your priorities and your energy as well and how you feel the persistence and the flexibility for me are the things that I I find are so at odds with my personality and the way I am as a person um, that have been so, so valuable within my business. So just a side note there, if it feels like being persistent and determined and, you know, almost like pushy is difficult, if it feels like Um, moving away from plans that you've got in place if it feels like you know being a bit less organized and a bit more fluid is difficult I totally understand like I am so not that person but in my business I almost have to be a different me I have to be the best business version of me and it means that sometimes I do things that are a little bit outside (laughs) of my comfort zone Um, if you are signed up to my confident creative expert emails you'll know that it's in those emails I talk about you know being a confident business owner even though I have never been a hugely confident person or you know I wouldn't class myself as like high confidence but in my business I am confident I am persistent I am flexible I am you know I put myself in this position of being able to mold my business so it is the most sustainable and consistent it can be whilst also being incredibly enjoyable and being my dream job, my dream business. So I won't, I had a few other points, maybe I can talk about them in in a different episode or in a, a Instagram post or something, um, but I will leave this episode here I hope I I kind of recorded this just as like a little chatty conversation about, you know, I just wanted to talk about sustainability in my business and things that I've learned. It's so possible to have a more sustainable business. I find it really interesting that, you know, the security side of it, I know is, is where a lot of us trip up. And this is very much just my experience. But in the in my time in full-time work, none of my full-time jobs lasted longer than a year. Two of them, I went through two redundancies, which were both within a few months. Um, not through my own fault, I will add. The companies <laughs> went through big changes. And then I had one other job that was like just under a year. But by far, my most secure job, my most sustainable job has been my business, which, like I said, I've now been running for 10 years. So um, I just think the more we believe that it's a possibility for us to build a dreamy, sustainable business, the more that we can make it happen. And I really hope this has helped, um, either helped you feel that way or, you know, confirmed your feelings that that this is a possibility for you. And I hope that my lessons help 
um, save some of your lessons. You know, I hope this is something that can guide you with your own business and help you build an amazing, consistent, dreamy, sustainable business for yourself as well. So I'll be back next week with another episode. Like I said, I will add the link to join the waitlist for the clubhouse in the show notes. If you want to join me as your mentor in September, I'm so excited to to be launching again. And I'm super excited about that waitlist bonus as well, which is the one-to-one booked up schedule strategy session so yeah if you want to join the waitlist, I'll add that link in the show notes and any other links that feel useful feel free to drop me a message at the daring designers club as this episode is being published I'm actually on my break in August but I will be getting back to my messages when I'm back in September so yeah I can't wait to speak to you all soon and I'll be back next week with another episode bye 